0: She's one of what we affectionately refer to as our permanent visitors. She's somehow able to run into the car park and somehow disappear. Once the streaming begins, the screaming will too. This is RPS.
1: Radio Paranormal Singapore. Hello, and welcome back to RPS. My name is Timo, And as always, I'm joined by veteran paranormal investigator E.T. Due to our shared heritage and brotherhood in our interests of the supernatural, we also refer to ourselves as the Baba Bros. In each episode, we describe, discuss, and dissect your paranormal encounters and experiences. First up, thank you for submitting them and should you have any more of your own or perhaps even heard of others you can reach us on Facebook at Radio Paranormal Singapore or email Our address is radioparanormalsingapore@gmail.com. at gmail.com We're also available on WhatsApp and Telegram and you can add us with the number plus 65-9148-0985 Now, just one more thing before we get to the heebie-jeebies. If you enjoyed this podcast, all we ask is that you help us grow. The easiest way is to give us a five-star rating and a fair review on whatever platform you're listening from. And of course, please introduce Radio Paranormal Singapore to your friends. Thank you. And with that, it's on to the show. In the last episode, we caught up with Sean and he shared his extraordinary encounter in his family home in Jurong years ago. But that would be just the
0: first of Sean's seemingly unexplainable experiences. So my next story takes place uh, at my former workplace. I can't say where. Uh, It is located in the far south of the island, toward uh, Sentosa. It's a clubhouse of sorts. So the office is upstairs and the facilities for membership use is downstairs. So we have a pool, we have uh, restaurants, we have uh, entertainment outlets. You know, things like that. So the building has a total of three levels. The club facilities are downstairs on the first level and on the second level as well, where we have restaurants and uh, eateries. And then the third level is uh, where the office is located. So one afternoon, I had to come back. Uh, I think the year was 2015. Uh, We had an audit coming up. Uh, The following week So I had to make sure that The inventory tallies I had to make sure that the, uh, The administration was taken care of I came back during May Day Specifically I remember it was a public holiday. So uh, when it's a public holiday or a weekend, normally the lifts that lead up to the office will be locked on the third level. So which means it's by turnkey, so which means that you, without the key, pressing the button to go to the to the office level will not, will not happen, the button will not activate. So you have to be escorted up by the security of the building if you wish to go to the office. So as I was exiting the lift on the third level, I had to turn right to where the office area is located. There's a corridor that spans the entire uh, perimeter of the office. So in the center, there are offices that are subdivided and then there are offices also on the perimeter on the side. So it is lined with that corridor. At the end of the corridor where the fire exit is located, when I turned the corner, there was a girl playing by herself. Uh, short hair bob hairstyle with a yellow dress playing by herself she didn't look out of place because her, her dressing looked appropriate to our time period and uh, when when I turned the corner and I saw her she also saw me and we both tilted our heads to the side wondering what's happening how old did she look no older than seven years old After we had that brief exchange without words, she turned around and ran down the adjacent corridor and then when I went to search for her, I couldn't find her at all. It was totally missing. Did she look local? Yes, she appeared to be of Chinese ethnicity.
1: Okay, and Sean, you mentioned that in order to get to this level, someone actually had to bring you up, right? A security person actually had to bring you up? Okay. So did this other person also see the girl as well or he stayed in the lift when you walked out?
0: Yes, uh, he did not accompany me to the floor that I was on because he had to turn the key uh, to deactivate the button to that particular floor on his way down so that nobody else could be on that level. And to
1: your knowledge, was anybody else on that floor that, that day working? Anybody else get called back?
0: There weren't supposed to be anybody on that level because I stood after trying to look for the girl I I stood quietly at the corridor to listen if there was anybody working in any of the offices But none of the doors were open, the lights were off and uh, it was all quiet on that level
1: Okay, so you walk around looking for this girl You realise there's nobody there, describe the feeling that comes
0: over you Curiosity Oh, not chills no, because I mean, I'm still a, a employee of the organisation. So if there is a security breach of any sort, I have to report it to whoever is a char- in charge. So what I did was I went straight to my office. I contacted the club manager that was uh, on duty on the day and I asked him, I said, uh, did anyone from the offices or did you yourself bring your, your children to the club on that specific level? And he said he is not aware of anything of that sort that happened because first of all, the girl appeared to be unsupervised. So that's a little bit dangerous. Second of all, uh, there's not supposed to be, you can't get up to the third level without going through security because all the fire exits are locked from the outside. As in the knob only turns, uh, only works one way. But you can only open the door from the inside of the office.
1: And obviously this whole area, there must be cameras, right?
0: Yes, which brings me to my other part of the story. So, after I was done with uh, my work, it was approximately eleven p.m. in the night. So I had a really long day. So I went down to the security counter, which is in the basement. I asked, oh, "Can I ha- uh, can I have a look at the office uh, footage?" Because I wanted to, I wanted to know if there really was a security breach. Uh, they showed me the footage, and then I didn't see anything. I just saw, uh, there was just the camera showing my back and in front of me was nothing. There was, there was no one. But technically,
1: if there was a girl standing right in front of you, she would have been caught in the camera footage,
0: right? Yes, yes. Because this camera is looking at you from the back. Correct. So, uh, the reason why I thought it was strange after that uh, was because I spoke to the security staff. They changed shifts during the, the period that I reached the office level when I asked them I said uh did someone come by the office today and one of them was able to perfectly describe this girl they said that she was wearing yellow dress her shoes I can't remember specifically but it wasn't anything out of the ordinary uh, she had a bob hair style she was about yay high uh, you know, and, and it's pretty accurate without me even saying a single thing. I didn't even say anything to the club manager who might ask, Oh, were any kids here, you know, today? So they later explained to me that uh, she's one of the what we, we affectionately refer to as our permanent visitors she sometimes appears at where the security counter is in the basement and there's also there's a huge uh, there are huge glass doors to go to the car park she's somehow able to push those heavy glass doors open run into the car park and somehow disappear so the security people who do night shifts they sometimes see her at around three to four a.m you know close to the morning but not quite uh and the 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 strange thing was that she's completely solid so nothing translucent, Nothing out of the ordinary Completely solid
1: I'm actually surprised Sean Because You know If she really is a spirit Right I'm surprised that she would have to Pry apart glass doors You would imagine an apparition Would just walk right through it
0: Right That's why I said She appeared to be completely solid She uh, Plays around the area and, and by the area I mean like on Nearly on every level uh, The security people Are somewhat Used to her So they would not particularly surprised when I uh, asked them about it. Have any of them tried to communicate with her or has she tried to communicate with any of the staff? I would say not her per se. Uh, That would lead me into my other smaller stories that have happened around the premises.
1: Okay, so before we move into the other stories, also around the same area right, I want to take you back to that day and I'm, I'm going to assume you only saw her that one time, yes? In your entire period working in this particular facility, you only saw her that one time. Okay and this was this was while well, it's still bright right it's not it wasn't like at some godforsaken hour middle of the night or early hours of the morning or something like that it was still bright so that entire floor where you were on it wasn't like the lights in the corridor was off it was bright enough where no one's going to say oh you're just seeing shadows running around right i mean she was right there as Clear as day because the entire corridor was fully illuminated now when she ran away
0: did you hear footsteps by the way yes i did i heard footsteps but the thing that really caught my attention was there was no sound of any of the doors opening or closing because, uh, as I said, the fire exit doors, uh, they are—they have door closers, so they'll close on their own if you try to push them open. And the other doors uh, in the surrounding areas, by that I mean the corridors, uh, make sounds when you attempt to open them. It's unmistakable.
1: It's very intriguing because on one hand, you know, she, she has a preference enough for the solid state where she will pry apart doors. But at the same time, in this case, you know, if she ran away and you couldn't see her, it's almost like she just vanished or passed right through one of those solid doors or walls. So
0: I, I do not know if uh, she did any of those things, but I can be fairly certain that she did vanish because I searched the entire uh, perimeter of all the corridors that are linked to the offices. I couldn't find a single person. Not even the uh, residue from footwear left on the, uh, the carpet. So yes, the I did hear footsteps because it was carpeted floor and it's quite obvious when people walk on it. Radio Paranormal Singapore
1: Alright interesting story From Sean Thank you very much bro So a female goat This actually reminds me A lot right Of that uh, Of those stories We heard about The old Caldercot Broadcast Centre Right where there's This little girl who-, who doesn't cause any harm You know She kind of Readily accepted By all the employees In that area But still manifests Every now and again And still kind of Creeps
2: people out Yep I remember that story So what did you think? Okay so-, so the thing is this I was wondering whether You know Was there any death Maybe a girl drowned At the club Or was there a accident because this really does sound like a case of uh, residual haunting so a residual haunting is basically where someone passes away violently or abruptly uh, in a certain place it was so abrupt or maybe too violent and happened so fast right that the, the person that passed on didn't even know that they have passed on so they, they tend to reside in that place forever because you know They just, that was the last place they were in, and and they just somehow get trapped in that place forever.
1: Wow, so straight off the bat, you think this could be a ghost. I half expected you, E.T., to go, oh, no, somebody left their child around, you know. This can be explained by science.
2: I mean, that's why the awesome thing is, uh, because of my many years of training to you, that you managed to get all the information out of him, <laughs> right? So, so
1: did you say your many years of training to me? Bro, we haven't been doing this so that, that long. I wish sound, I had many years like, of training sound with like you. Outside, like one, uh. <laughs> yes, I have, I have absorbed. I have absorbed a lot of E.T.'s mad skills, okay? But I, I I will say there are a few things about this which which confuse me lot, okay? Because obviously listening to you and, and when you have, have shared your research with me in the past, I've come to expect, right, spirits and ghosts to be of a certain way, right? So as much as I think this probably was a hantu, residual haunting, like you mentioned, there are certain things that are just not consistent. Like for instance, right, this girl had such a physicality to her you know what I mean she can push open doors or pry open doors and when she hops or she runs you can actually hear her footsteps which to me don't really gel with a typical apparition you know what I mean it's not consistent even when she comes to cameras because some cameras will pick her up as well and others don't so yeah as much as I think this probably was a ghost she's not like any ghost that I've ever read about or you've ever told me about
2: no, there are there are entities that actually have physical sound. So that in a case, somewhat like a poltergeist. Uh, so a poltergeist activity or paranormal uh, entity uh, is defined as something that has actually got got. You can actually see physical movement or physical hurt usually Portuguese guys tend to be a bit more violent uh, where you can actually see scratches on your body and you see things flinging across but this one seems like a very chill kind of spirit but wouldn't it be
1: consistent though as in you know if you are going to open doors you open doors all the time it's almost like two weeks ago when we were talking to Shirley right mm-hmm. about how that Hantu couldn't actually
2: leave her room because the windows are closed sometimes you know entities being entities you know a little girl being a little girl sometimes they just want the attention la so you know <laughs> they want to lead you on you hear the footstep, okay you want to go see where they are you know maybe it's just a very playful or cheeky spirit mm. that you know you just want to play hide and seek or something like that i mean you know honestly i i, I used to do um security back in uh, when i was a military police it can get quite boring lah. so maybe you know it's just trying to entertain the uncles you know keep them awake for stuff you know instead mm. of having such a mundane job so maybe she was just being playful you know just like any little girl and right. just you know trying to play around and, and you know disturb people and stuff like that so that's why what was interesting was you know most of it did not turn up in video footage uh, so I would really think this is most likely a residual haunting why I, I don't think there's it, it's so much explained by science is because of the number of people that actually witness the, yep. the countless number of security personnel that actually saw her and he didn't yep. have to explain how she looked like they could explain the exact thing you know her, her hair was like in I think it was up and she was wearing a yellow dress which to me yeah. is, is like wow everyone sees the same thing I'm more surprised that she's never
1: tried to communicate with any of them, right? Because, I mean, like, it's not like she is just going around her business. She pretends she doesn't see you, you know. Because in in Sean's case, right, they actually had eye contact. And they kind of had that moment right there, right? But, you know, throughout the rest of the time, if you're going to be seeing the security guards, I kind of imagine, you know, they or she would have tried to make contact.
2: Okay, so... um. Of the many cases I've read and uh, the many years of research, there also have been some cases where it becomes like a spoiled film kind of footage where Mm. it keeps repeating just that area or the same parts. It's like a loop. Yeah, like a loop, somewhat like a loop. So maybe that's why there's no communication. Maybe it was, you know, just the last few moments she had before something happened to her. Yeah. Wow. So maybe that's why It just keeps repeating And repeating Over and over again Do you think
1: something Happened to her That's that's why she's there
2: It seems a lot like A residual haunting Because she's stuck there Stuck in time I, I can't think of Any other reason Why she would Suddenly be there Even maybe Before that clubhouse Was built on Maybe she already Was already residing there I'm not sure Okay So this one According to ET Guarantee Hantu lah huh? Yes I would think so <laughs>
0: So the area surrounding my former workplace and my workplace itself has had a very long and storied history of supernatural occurrences. I mean, the area on its own is already considered to be sacred by some people and allegedly under the care of certain deities. So if you go to the area now and have a look, you will see that there are quite a few altars facing a certain direction. And when my workplace was built, uh, apparently they had a lot of issues with lighting, lighting, with uh the plumbing when you say issues what kind of issues are you talking about when that place was first built they had auto taps so when they send somebody places their hand near the tap the water will come on and the water came on like at random times by itself in different taps in the what we call the vip room so the vip room is a subset of a larger meeting room that normally important people go there and they will uh, they wash up or they freshen up. So that's, it's a really small toilet and the taps have been known to randomly switch on on their own. Uh, it has been double checked, triple checked by uh, maintenance people but still <laughs> the issue persists. Um, the other thing is lighting tends to be a little bit spotty. Sometimes they will flicker, sometimes they will switch off completely and there's no way you can flip the switch on you flip the switch on nothing the light doesn't turn on at all yeah so these are some of the small little issues uh, that were present uh, when my former workplace was first built on that site okay this is uh, also another smaller personal experience. I was uh, managing events, so sometimes I have to go to the security area to to you know check in with the security guards and ask them, uh, you know, we have this thing going on, we need barricades and things like that. So when I went there, one of them asked me to, hey, come over and have a look at this. So I was like, I was curious, so I went over, and I went over to the security console, and then they said, look at this particular frame in the CCTV feed, and it was the service staff door which is beside one of our restaurants the service side door was it was opening and closing on its own at a regular interval.
1: This is not a sliding door. No. This is one that actually opens in and out and this door itself isn't an auto door.
0: No, it is not. It's a manual door and it requires quite a bit of force to open it because it is on a, on a mechanism that has quite a lot of tension. So you have to either slam your arm against it to open it especially when you're in a hurry Uh, so there's virtually no way any wind or aircon would have pushed the door open in such a manner and in in such regular intervals so uh, the footage that they were showing me was uh, something that happened the night before so when i looked at it and then i saw two of uh, the other uh, security personnel that i recognized as they walked towards the door the door stopped doing what it was doing completely wow you you don't think you
1: know the guys are pulling a prank on you uh,
0: it's quite unlikely since uh, the cctv footage was reasonably high resolution so uh, it's mm. very difficult to fake something and then place it back into the the cctv console i mean that's a lot of work and quite frankly pointless mm, mm, okay wow and so the the other one was also cctv related one time uh when i was on duty to take care of the club so it was it happened to be my turn i had switched departments already so it was my turn to take care of the club uh there's this particular cctv camera that uh, at a certain time of night about 11 pm without fail will have this smoky light thing in front of the camera so just imagine if you lit up a cigarette and you you let the smoke drift up in front of the camera lens and it's frozen yep. completely frozen i determined that it wasn't spider webs or any other kind of obstruction in front of the lens because i went to inspect the cctv camera personally i took a ladder i went up there to have a look okay. after probably about 5 or 6 a.m the this smoky thing in front of the lens would disappear completely Condensation perhaps? Unlikely because On the inside of the camera Unlikely because we we, we had a maintenance guy They handled the uh, CCTV infrastructure to come down to have a look It's sealed, it's completely sealed Because the camera is supposed to be weatherproof as well So if there's a problem with, uh, with moisture They would certainly have to either replace the camera or fix the issue Maybe it's a loose gasket or something like that But it was neither of those things Radio Paranormal Singapore presents... CSI Critical Supernatural Investigation.
2: Well, bro, it sounds like a place with very high
1: EMF, man. You think so? You think so? All right, so let's talk about about some of the cases that, that Sean mentioned here, okay? First and foremost, he stresses that this area is already in a very spiritual, infamous location, right? Near, near Hill, all right? And it was new Initially when he Started telling me Oh you know Taps started going on By themselves Or the lighting Was kind of spotty I was like Ah oh, you know Old building Stuff like that But they had just Built this building Not too long ago Right So you imagine Everything is Brand spanking new Right So if everything is new Your plumbing is new Your lighting is new Your electrical circuitry Is new Then why should Taps go on by themselves Why should Lighting go on and off Bad plumber And bad electrician But they did say it. They kept <laughs> calling The maintenance To come and check on it They couldn't find So are you going to say the maintenance person also all rubbish yeah lah, maybe they all pack then the
2: fella come down every time you <laughs> pay $50 for the fella to come down and check
1: see ET will trust Huntus he won't trust people <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so basically this sounds like a, a, a guys at play uh, where their physical movements I mean thankfully there wasn't any injury but, like, you know, like, the things, like, the door will be opening and closing at regular intervals. And this is a heavy door as well, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. you
1: know, immediately, the little ET in my brain was like, ah, you know, air pressure. Sometimes, you know, you switch off a fan somewhere, air can't go off somewhere, and then suddenly the pressure in the room changes and the door clicks. But Sean was very certain and he stressed that this is one of the, you know, those heavy
2: security doors, right? You've got to push the bar in and then you got to lean your weight against it. Uh, what's interesting, it stopped when, you know, the security personnel walked towards,
1: I wonder if they saw it You know what I mean Or it's like the moment They even came into the corridor It just stopped that would be really freaky, right? If you literally were just standing a few meters away and you actually saw the thing opening and closing by itself.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I think it sounds like just before they reach there and then the so-called portrait guys just stopped his work. The other interesting thing was uh, about the smoky effect. So the smoky effect sounds a lot like some form of ectoplasm. Um, so in a paranormal world, it's like a manifestation of either an entity coming in or coming out of a body like in a possession and stuff like that. Not a lot like sl- Slimer in uh, Ghostbusters, although he was so-called Ectoplasm, right? But usually, ectoplasm in the paranormal research world is somewhat like a smoke kind of form. But my, my biggest question to this is why does it stay there before midnight and disappears before sunrises?
1: That was your biggest question. My biggest question was why is it, if there is this ectoplasm, like you mentioned, why is it when Sean goes up there to look at it, he cannot see it with his naked eye?
2: Yeah, that that's, that's, that's the other thing I, I can't explain nah. and, and mm. uh, why I do believe that you know the security camera doesn't have an issue like spider web and stuff like that because I always feel uh, security footage can always be so eerie um, why I mm. say that because uh, my entire almost two years I spent in NS as a military police uh, I was in an ops room and I was monitoring all these uh, security cameras and I had many, many different reports. Uh, I had my buddies report to me that, you know, they were the main entrance. And then from across of them, maybe it's like almost one kilometer away from the park, they can see people looking at them and waving at them. And they call down, they call down to me and ask me, hey, corporal, what should I do? I say, okay, continue monitoring them. Uh, and then yeah, <laughs> tell me tomorrow morning. <laughs> and not just that, we even had shaking doors. And these are solid wooden doors the doors were just shaking as they you know, they patrol past these doors and these doors mm. are locked, no one inside um, and lift doors at the lobby, right, will be opening and closing just as they walk past the lobby and these are after hours when the entire office is off.
1: And it's not like they got sensors, uh, motion detectors, or anything like that that open the lift doors, right? No,
2: it doesn't and because in my ops room, right, I can actually monitor and I can control everything within my ops room so no one else can do that. No one else can override my controls so there was even another time where the main entrance the glass door was physically locked and they reported to me they said that the glass doors opening and closing i didn't believe that i was looking at the camera and it really was opening and closing although i physically locked those glass doors
1: Okay, in in those cases, did you ever capture any form of ectoplasm?
2: Honestly, no. Okay, yeah.
1: but while we're talking about ectoplasm, right, because like you mentioned earlier, when people hear the term ectoplasm, they immediately think of ghostbusters, right? They think of like slime, you know. You mentioned uh, ectoplasm can refer to any form, any manifestation, would you say, of uh, spiritual activity. Is there usually a residue that's left behind?
2: Uh, we don't know because it's supposedly it happens when you know people go through a trance or you know where where there's some form of possession and stuff like that then again it's hard to say because you know in the past where people go into a so-called trance they will burn some kind of candle or maybe some incense and stuff like that that yeah. you know when you see that smoke rises sometimes people can imagine oh you know that was probably a spirit manifestation and stuff like that mm. so it's very hard to tell because I haven't seen one myself so you know when I haven't experienced something I haven't seen one myself I'm usually very skeptical
1: alright so mm. you know what we need to do we need to get Sean right to go and call his khakis at his old workplace and uh, you know find that, that footage so that we can actually <laughs> problem. see yeah,
2: yeah. It, wh- what it looks like I don't like. think they keep footage that long lah, bro yeah so most likely in conclusion It seems like a sort of very peaceful kind of poltergeist uh, where you actually see physical movement of doors and heavy doors and stuff like that. Uh, It sounds like another playful spirit. So I don't know if it's connected to the little girl. There used to be a palm
0: tree in front of the foyer area and the security people will tell me that when they sleep, in the security room in the basement. I mean, they have a particular area that they normally rest before their shifts. So when they sleep, they have dreams of that palm tree. And it's always the same dream of a a old lady reaching out with their hands, pulling them towards her. So they told me that it was some kind of Bunyan or something like that. But to my best knowledge, Bunyan is a type of elf in uh, Islamic mythology as well, so similar to the jinn, the, there are different supernatural life forms, so, uh, so they told me that that tree apparently has some kind of uh, something strange going on with it and that people, uh, re- religious practitioners have been brought in over the years to try to make sure that you know the entire place doesn't descend into chaos. Um, but yeah, generally, what I, from what I, I heard from the time I started working there, was that uh, most everybody lives in harmony with our residents, as we like to call them.
1: So, I mean, just based on that, the general feeling, you'd say, I mean, from the staff, anybody who's ever had any form of encounter, calm. It's not scary. No one's felt particularly perturbed or terrified. Just a, a strong negative feeling from that area none of that I think generally
0: uh, most people don't stay late if they can and I don't think it's because of uh, or directly because of uh, spooky things that maybe be going around the office or anything like that but uh, generally yeah I, I think that most people don't have a huge issue with the, our residents in the area uh, I myself uh, have heard strange things in terms of like, uh, sometimes you hear uh, maybe the pattering of feet across the floor, like uh, somebody running by really fast. And then, the, and then the boxes that we have in front of the cubicle sometimes topple over and all that. So sometimes we, uh, it could be a rat, I mean it's entirely possible. Okay. Yeah, but other than that, or maybe even keyboard sounds, uh, like somebody typing on the keyboard but there's nobody else in the office, you know, Yeah, but uh, generally most people uh, that work there are okay with it They kind of know after a while But nothing particularly terrifying
1: Like no one ever got pushed or hurt Or crazy accidents to injure people Nothing like that ever happened None, right? Do you you remember, uh, was there a lot of altars within this club facility itself, you know? Did you see a lot of people, you know, praying, giving offerings, uh, seemingly trying to
0: appease spirits around that area? Okay, I would say that beside the refuse docking area, there is an altar. I am not sure whether it's Thai but uh, it, it is, there is an altar there. And during every Hungry Ghost Festival, there will always be sacrifices of uh, uh, roasted pig, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, on a table, okay. That is also being done in that area. So without fail, every year, the managers of the office will perform this ritual.
1: Now, the, uh, the clientele, okay, or the staff, of this particular facility, right? Uh, Generally locals or people
0: from all around the world? Uh, Most of the time, locals. We do have a few uh, foreign colleagues. But by and large, most of the community
1: Within that area All locals Yeah. As far as I know Yes Okay And are you familiar With the area That this facility is on I mean the history Of this area I think safe to say We can probably mention That this facility Was around a famous hill Okay Mm. But do you know Anything about The history Of the land Where this was built on What it was before Was it a burial ground Was it Something religious You know An area that Has seen a lot of trauma During the war that would explain residual energy
0: okay so the area itself uh, as I said has a very long and storied supernatural history uh, I will, from what I'm able to gather it used to be a Malay kampung a very 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 long time ago before the is probably uh slightly after raffles time possibly that era i do not know for sure and also there apparently is a mountain deity or something of that sort i'm not entirely clear again but what i do know is that the people in the area highly respect uh this piece of land that my office currently sits on and uh they afforded much reverence are there a lot of uh, power stations around that area? No, there are not. There's not even
1: a cell tower, as far as I am aware. So I guess that's going to throw ET's EMF
2: <laughs> theory out the window then. Radio paranormal. Uh, honestly, this is the first time I come across a story of a palm tree. Usually it's a banana tree. Mm. So I'm not sure how I'm supposed to relate with the palm tree and the old lady. Uh, But the old lady Seems to ask them To come over So I wonder if Within that compound Oh yeah He did say right Within the compound There was this palm tree And the interesting thing Was
1: that everybody Seemed to have The same type of dream About the palm tree
2: Yeah but I wonder If anyone actually Went to the palm tree And started digging Or something like that Maybe they might find bones Or they might find Some clues Um, Mm. And that could be The very reason Why the old lady Is trying to ask them To come over Maybe she's got A message for them Maybe it's got a mystery that hidden treasure I think bones lah, you find bones lah. maybe one oh, Rolex God. watch or what I don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean what, what do we know about tree spirits so people say a tree spirit right is this usually you know like someone who has died and then their spirit then inhabits the tree or is this a case where trees nature they all have their own type of spirits within
2: well it's very hard to say because I think in the past a lot of people think that's trees I mean obviously in the past trees were very big right because we had so much space Mm. so I would always think that they think okay you know dark places that's where spirits or entities would hide or reside because trees are the best places to, to reside in and and of course with the with the diminished light of its foliage when it's foliage covering the sunlight and stuff like that right it can affect your vision so sometimes maybe people do see so-called humanoids up in the tree but it may not actually be that lah. well
1: and something else that Sean mentioned as well was the Bunyan okay so uh, we decided to do a little bit of, uh, of research because I'm not very familiar with bunyan. Do you know about the Bunyan people?
2: Honestly, I'm not sure. It's my first time hearing it. Okay,
1: so I'm going to have to depend on Wikipedia when I read this out, okay? Uh, The Bunyan, okay, are also known as the Hidden People or the Whistling People. And here's the thing, right? They are described as beautiful, benevolent, elf-like spirits. Okay, so, you know, they don't cause any harm. In fact, they actually help people. Uh, which could kind of explain If this was indeed a Bunyan Okay Why she's never caused any harm
2: Yeah so that's why It, it, it sounds like his workplace Has got an entire colony Of friendly spirits lah, And they're all resident spirits mm. um, So this old lady I would think May not be what What he described it uh, to be But maybe Like I said If anyone tried Digging around the palm tree Maybe he might actually Solve this mystery
1: we kind of have an idea where this place is. Maybe you and I should go there and do some digging.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With a call and everything. Ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. One last thing though I wanted to mention. Uh, Sean himself said late at night he's heard keyboard sounds, right? Mm. And I'm just wondering, I've heard this as well. Some people say, you know, late at night they're working and then they hear, you know, keyboard typing and things like that. You've done a lot of research when it comes to like audio, right? Mm. I mean, you, you did that whole investigation about... When people hear furniture moving, you know, in the flat above them and Bubble stuff like dropping, that. Have yeah. you ever heard keyboard sounds or, or come up with some sort of theory as what could cause clicking keyboards?
2: Actually, not just clicking keyboards. A like, couple of things that might actually have sound. But the thing is this. Yeah. Um, I think many a times, sometimes when we are working till pretty late, uh, our mind tends to, you know, sometimes act up and make us hear things which are not there. We tend to imagine things because... You, tend, you know, especially when you're alone, you're stressed out and everything, sometimes you do hear things which are not there. So it sometimes might be our own imagination, unless it's that old lady trying to type them a letter lah.
1: What I, I feel like you should kind of do is to actually go to the computer, right, where you heard the clicking from, right? Switch on the monitor and see
2: whether or not words have actually been typed got message la yeah that's why I see where they got message yeah la.
1: because you know the the other theory I had ooh, is actually to me even more horrifying la okay that there's some giant tikus some giant rodent or rat is just walking across the keyboard and that would freak me out even I more I think that's worse la <laughs> Radio Paranormal Singapore And with that, we've come to the end of yet another episode of RPS. As always, if you enjoyed the show, all we ask is for a fair rating and review on whatever platform you're streaming from. The more stars, the better. And of course, we appreciate you helping us grow by sharing our content with your friends and family. Plus, if you have stories or encounters of your own to share with Radio Paranormal Singapore, reach out to us. Contact details are found on our Facebook page. Until our next episode, my name is Timo. And this is E.T. Keep streaming and keep screaming. You're listening to Radio Paranormal Singapore.
0: And they're listening to. <laughs>